From the campaign trail to the studio, Wesley Hunt continues the fight. Along with his brother, Rendon, they chronicle their family experience from slavery to West Point in four generations. Tackling the difficult conversations facing our country, they're on a mission to preserve the American dream. Buckle up and welcome aboard. You're in the hunt. I'm Wesley Hunt. I'm Rendon Hunt. And, and you're, you're in, in the, the hunt. hunt. Had a very, very good morning this morning, Wesley. Good. Like a fantastic morning. Uh, so as you know, I get up early and run. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get up early, sometimes I don't, but I run every single day because it's important to me to do that. And this particular morning, I got up to run, and because the new Drake album dropped this morning, yeah, I extended my running route a little bit, you know, because I wanted to be able to run for a little while longer so I could listen you, to you listen. You listen to Donda. Listen, Donda. Donda. Donda, 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 Donda. Donda. So <laughs> I mean, this is this is a good this is a good week in hip hop. It's okay because we, we get Drake, we get we get Drizzy, and you get Yeezy. This is going to be in one. And by the way, these are real artists that do real full albums still. Yeah, right. And they're and and they're rapping, and you can understand what they're saying. All this. And, and a rap album? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I'm Not, really, yeah. So well, I, I listened to Donda in the gym the other day. Oh, did you? Loved it. Yeah, it's a great album. And then uh, I'm going to the gym after this, and yeah. Wait, you go to the gym? Come on, man. All right, I'm just asking. Come on, you look man. a little swole there. Come on, man. <laughs> what size you got it's there? The bla- it's the blazer. 40, 40 what? <laughs> 40. We'll tell, Remember that? We'll tell that story later. Yeah. <laughs> you got to tell that story. 40. 40. <laughs> That's a good one. We actually might have to tell that yeah. right after this. But go ahead. Sorry. But, Continue. So, interestingly enough, you know, with these albums coming out and, and stuff like that, I need more time to run. Now, here's the interesting piece, too. I'm glad I didn't think about running when I listened to Donda for the first time because I would have had to run a half marathon. Yeah, it's a pretty long right? one. Like, both of these albums are really, really like, long. Like, but I'm glad, Rendon. I've gotten but, so sick of, like, yeah, I missed that. They're not cheating, though. Like the double CD album. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. All eyes on me. Yeah. It's not cheating. Okay. Yes. So I, I go out I, I go out to run. and Blueprint I'm run- 2, right? That was a double album? Which one? Blueprint 2. Yes, it was. It was Blessing double. in the Curse. Yeah, yeah. It sure it was. was. A double album. I it missed, sure was. I missed those days, man. Yeah, yeah. Even Outkast, right? Yes. Like, great, great album. Give me some content, Give me some man. Content. 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 So I get out and I'm running, and I get about three miles into my run, feeling good. I get about to that track. Three with, miles? With. <laughs> Start, start, start feeling good. You start feeling good. <laughs> Marvin was over. I was over like two miles, two miles ago. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Like, I start feeling good at like 300 yards. <laughs> like, did you say, I start feeling good? By the way, how American are you? I said, I start feeling good at 300 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what meters are. I don't know what they are. I don't, are. Know. I I don't mean, know what that is. <laughs> it's like so, centimeters, meters. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't know what that is. I, don't know. I have no idea what that is. It's Greek to me. Feet, yards. Okay, that's okay. great. Now I understand what you're talking exactly about. Exactly. What you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm going, feeling good, have a lather going, and there's a guy that's that's that I'm running towards. Who's running towards me? Has his shirt off. And he sees me, 
and it's like he gets fired up, right? And here's the thing. It's dark. It's like 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you know me. If somebody's fired up and I'm running, I'll pass that energy on to you. So he sees me, and he, like, flexes. And I'm like, yeah. And I flex, too. And I'm like, yeah. And I don't I don't know who this is, but I'm like, good. This guy's fired up. He's getting his fitness on early in the morning. Yeah. Yes. Listen to I'm listening to Drake. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. And I get up on him, and I'm like, oh, that's my boy Matt Hall. So uh-huh. I get up on and I'm like, oh, my gosh. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh-huh. So I, like, pound him up. And he's running, and you could tell that he's just dogging it at this point, right? Yeah. Like, you could just and, – and, and, you know, when you're running up, you see it in people's eyes, too. When you run in groups and stuff, it's like, man, he's in a bad yeah. place. It's, he, like, it's, like, it's like the last 50 yards of that two-mile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about me. <laughs> you, you, know, you know how you know people are dogging it? You, you know when the arms and legs aren't in sync? They have to stop coordinating. <laughs> it looks like they look like the monster Herman walk. Monster, the monster walk. <laughs> And I mean, yeah. I mean, he is just he's just dogging it, right? Yeah. And I could see I could see that. And we had been texting back and forth over the last couple of months because he's like, hey, I'm thinking about running a half marathon, blah, 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 blah. And he's been training. And we've been talking about, hey, maybe we should do a race together and stuff, right? It's like, yeah, cool. So I see him dogging. I'm like, Matt, well, how far else? How far are you going? He's like, man, I, I, I got to get home. He's like, I actually took a wrong turn. And I had to look up on my phone how to get home and, he was and still all this running? kind of stuff. And, and by that time, it was still, I'd have been walking. It was still trotting, right? So I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, so how far out are you? He's like, oh, I'm about two two miles out. I was like, awesome. He says, man, it's crazy that I'm seeing you right now. I was like, why? Because like we hadn't connected in a while, yeah. and he had just had a 40th birthday party, but I couldn't make it. He said, what I'm actually doing this morning is I set out to run 10 miles. I was like, wow, I mean, that's that's awesome. I mean, you're getting it. You still look like you have it going. Good. He said, but I decided to run 13 miles today for the 13 fallen. Oh, wow. I said, well, I'm going to run the rest of this time with you, my man. That's awesome. So I ran with him, and, and it just so happens, once again, when you lose contact with people, he lives like less than a mile away from my house. Yeah. And so we got there, we got to catch up, got to talk about family and stuff like that. But it was just a wonderful start to the That's morning. Awesome. Because yeah. this was a this is a path I normally don't go down. Yeah. You know. The chances of me running into him right at this point because he took a wrong turn. He's running thirteen miles. And he's running thirteen miles for the fall. Yeah, I mean, I'd have been running one point three miles for him. Smooth <laughs> <laughs> that decimal point over. That decimal however, however, <laughs> that is awesome that yeah, he's doing that. I thought that was and it 18, was thirteen miles for the fall. And that's man, I made my day right there. Yeah. And That's then, cool. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And once again, in our culture, we focus so much on the negative things. And and oftentimes, yeah, I used to have this pastor in, in San Diego. His name was Miles McPherson. And he used to tell these anecdotal stories at the beginning of his sermons. And I used to always think like, wow, that's cool that these things are happening to you. And now I see that as we get to talk about these things week in and week out. It happens all the time. So many cool things really happen if we take the time to focus on yeah. them. Yeah. So you got to tell the story about 40. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good story. This is a funny story. So, this is when you were in Midland. Yeah, Midland, Michigan. In Midland, Michigan. Yeah. And I was visiting Esther, I think, for maybe yes. the first time. It was the first time I was visiting I Esther was. when she was born. I think it was. So, how long ago is that now? That's like 
eight. Oh, how old is she? Almost, she's eight. So she's eight, seven, eight, seven, seven to eight years ago. Yeah, almost, yeah. Seven, almost eight years ago. And, you know, I, I find you to be a pretty fashionable guy. You always well, have you. been. Well, thank you. I, I feel the same way about I, you. I, I've always, we've, yeah, we've yeah, always yeah. tried. We, 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 we have always tried. See, we were inverted. (laughs) 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 And even if the execution was bad, the effort's always been there. That's right. Because we saw a picture of us a few years back where, you know, we looked like we had on hammer pants. We had on suits. We had on two suits. And we thought we were fly, didn't we? So fly. We thought we were the best looking brothers. Ever. Ever. Okay. Ever. And you look back on this picture and these pants could fit like four people in the Couldn't even see my shoes. No. <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Couldn't even I could see the floor. I could have had on I could have had on tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. I could have had on kids. You could have clown shoes. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to see them, man. <laughs> like like these pants are both of us were so big. <laughs> Bad, but man. but that was the style. That was the style. There. That was the style. The and effort at, was and there. At least we tried. The execution was bad. At least, at least we there. tried. And this is why you guys got JFK had it right. Oh. The, uh, Bobby Kennedy, they had it right. Yeah. No matter what the trends are going to be, timeless. Just always keep in mind, like clothes that like fit and they're slim and they're relatively fitting. It doesn't. That never goes away. Never goes away. Don't ever go to the '96 NBA draft look. No. Just, just stay away from it, right? No. Because that's going to come and go. Yes, it will. It will last forever. Yes. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen still looks cool. Yes. It always looked cool. Yeah. So this is what it took us. We 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 have now gotten there, but there was there was a time where we we went with the trends. Yes. And we're just doing a typewriter in these pants and didn't even know it. I mean, <laughs> like, straight up hammer time. Can't touch this. <laughs> Taking lunch in the pants. <laughs> she got a whole sandwich in that pants. Sandwich. Pan. <laughs> hammer, hot dog. She got in that pants. Sandwich. <laughs> and so I remember you had this really nice blazer that was in your closet. Now, at this point, I've, I've come down on weight a little bit, but at that point, I was. I was lifting pretty heavy. And this ten years ago, and I was a, I was a pretty big guy. Okay, like, and this was when you lost a lot of weight. Yeah, right? I was probably at my smallest. So at you, that point. you were, you were at your smallest, yeah. and I might have been at one of the heaviest, not the muscular, yeah, to, muscular times of my life. And you had this blazer. Vascular. The, you were real vascular. I, I was pretty. <laughs> How much do you bench it? Everything. Like, it's stupid. Yeah. It was whatever. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> stupid. Why, why are you that big? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Get ready for the combine. Just be, there is no combine. There's no combine. Dude. It's dude, over. Dude, you're third, you're it's, a professional. It's over. You're a professional, dude. <laughs> No, I've been doing 225 25 times. Congratulations. Nobody cares, Nobody man. Cares, bro. Is that in your CV? Congratulations. You know? Uh, and so you had this blazer. It was laying on your bed. And I was like, man, that's a nice blazer. And I go, hey, man. Hey, what size blazer is that? This is at the time where I'm rock. I'm, at, I'm no smaller than a 44, 46 at this point. Probably 46 at this point. I'm a 44 now. And y'all go, hey man, what size blazer is that? And you go, forty. And I go, forty. 
like four zero. Four, you're four forty. <laughs> and then the next part of the story is the best part. Yeah. It was a Chris Farley with a fat man in a yeah. little coat. Because you strong armed me. I'm like, hey let man, me, me hey man, don't put that on. No, no, no man, let, let me try. try. No, let me try. Seriously, man. <laughs> like, like. Like don't, like don't put that on. I paid good money for this blazer, man. Like, like please don't, please, please don't put that no, on. No, 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 no. Arms just bulging out of the blazer. There we get that. Forty. Yeah. <clears throat> well, for, fortunately today, I think that it's good to talk about some other stuff. You you made a great point to me. Yeah. As we were kind of gearing up, of course, everything that is is Joe Biden, uh, Afghanistan, still in news. We still have, I think, a lot of content and a lot of things to say about that in the future, certainly. Um, but you said something that, that was really, I think, profound and, and, and was interesting to me. And that's that, you know, let's talk about some other things this week because... I think it's pretty clear where we stand on those things. Yes. I, I think that... There's no mistaking how we feel about Afghanistan and Joe Biden's decisions at this moment. Yeah. And trust me, there's going to be there's going to be more room for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he will be around for the next... Well, we'll, we'll see how long he'll we'll be around. Long. We'll see yeah. how long he'll be around for. Um, but let's... I, you know, I want to talk about something different. Yeah, yeah. And you want me to kick it off, or? Well, I, I mean, as as much as I wish that that I could not say anything about oh, Joe ahead. Biden yeah, on yeah, this, go ahead. go ahead, yeah. I, I have I have a couple brief. This is why we're here, right? I have a couple of brief. Things. This is why we're like, here. I, I couldn't walk away. This completely, is why we're here. You know, that's why we're here. It's I like understand. the Godfather, man. Every time I try to walk away, just Uncle what Joe, I think about Uncle Joe. Just they pull me just back, pulls me back man. So two really quick things. The first thing is checking his watch repeatedly at Dover Air Force Base. You're going to do right? this to me, man. Right. You're going to do this to me. And. Okay. Oh, man. Like. Repeatedly. Yeah. Over and over again. And the people who were there, the, the accounts of the people, they're so like. give no, the background. So, so you, give the background. Yes. Yeah. About Dover. Yes. Go ahead. So Dover Air Force Base is truly a national treasure. Mm-hmm. There have been some pictures that have been circulating on social media of what it takes to prepare our fallen service members for burial. It's a special time where you have the caskets with flags draped over them. Where they're flown in from... The families are flown in from all over the country to actually be there to to meet their deceased service member at the tarmac. Mm -hmm. Gold Star family, some of the most special people in this country who have truly given an unbelievable sacrifice. Yep, their last full measure. And in the process of bringing these 13 service members back home, it's a ceremony. So Joe Biden is standing by by uh, the First Lady, Joe Biden, and he is repeatedly, literally after each casket is brought off of the plane, and I, I, I almost I feel bad to even snicker as I say that because it's I don't say that because I think there's anything funny about it. It's really unbelievable to me. It's so unbelievable you have to snicker at it. it, it it's it's yeah, un, it's, it's so it's unbelievable, unbelievable that you, like, you, you you have to you you have to do the Kamala Harris uncomfortable cackle. It, it, yeah, because you're just like I don't even I just can't believe this. I don't even know. Yes. And as each body is coming off, he has his hand over his heart and he's looking at his watch repeatedly. Yeah. Like he has somewhere better to be. Yeah. And 
it's it's one of these things where you know how much do you just get to the point where it's like oh my gosh enough is enough man yeah like come on, come man. on man like like just the idea of showing somebody's showing somebody's well, respect you saw my tweet you respect. saw my tweet yeah you saw, you saw my post like i can assure you sir that you have enough time for this yes just just like everybody else did by the way he was the only one yeah he was the only one. Just you could just stand there and not worry about time right now, until these bodies are taken off this airplane and yeah. put into these buses to go to their final destination. Yes, and I, I don't want to. And once again, don't want to dwell. And by on the way, it that for, and, and for those people that don't think that's a big deal, it's a big deal. You're wrong. We're right. It's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah, the, don't. I got that a lot. You're making a big deal out of something that's not. No, no, no. This, this, no, no, no because no. that's that's very disrespectful. This is a respect thing. Yeah, it, it really it really is a respect. Yes, thing. it is. And, and 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 so so don't dismiss it because if you dismiss it, it shows your ignorance. So and and also if you have been the vice president and now the president of the United States and you've been in the United States Senate for <laughs> a million years, <laughs> a million. You understand. Literally. You understand protocol, procedure, and respect. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things, Wesley, and you know how I am with this stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of things that people do to me that I say, "Yeah, I was in the military. I take it in a different way." So let me just go ahead and and walk away from that. It's not I get a big it. deal. I get it. You weren't in Fourth Reg at West Point, yeah. and then you have to you have to do a parade. Yeah, you have to do that parade rest until the entire pass yeah. review. I, you didn't I, experience that. I get that. that. You don't. So get, maybe you. So can't. let me give you a let me give you a break because you don't get it. This person ceremonially, ceremonially has experienced the highest levels being the vice president and president of the United States. Of decorum. He knows what it's like to put your hand on, over your heart. He's had the training of, of what that means from a respect perspective. And to have been through all that and to handle the situation like that, it's very disappointing. And, and, I'll, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. The second thing. I thought this is an infomercial. The 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 sec the second but thing. But wait, there's more. But wait, it, it really oh man, the second thing was I don't know if you've been reading any of the accounts of the Gold Star parent. I have who he's engaged with. I have yeah, and one of the things that's really been I think frustrating about the president's interactions over the past couple of weeks is he ran as a person who had a high level of empathy for others. I've been there. I'm the grandpa. I know what you're going through. I've lost a son. I feel your pain. Who served in the military but lost a son to cancer? Yeah. Not in the. Not in the, yeah. Not in the military. Like, I, I feel your pain. Yeah. It's been. It, it's that's been the message, and unfortunately, it's unfortunate that he doesn't understand how out of touch that messaging is when you're talking to. Parents who have lost children in combat that you put in harm's way, and the only thing that you can say to them is, hey, I've lost a son too. And he was having these conversations with these people. One guy told him very directly, like, it's not hey, about, it's not I actually about. don't want to talk about your son. I, I want, want to talk, talk about, about my son. son. And President Biden got upset with this guy over that. And it's that level of... of Empathy, EQ, understanding what people are going through, that I actually think that that's a piece of his portfolio, for lack of a better term, that people were hoping to get. 
They want, I mean, that was that was in many ways the anti-Trump, right? Like, I want somebody who connects better, who shows me empathy, who can, un, like, that was what that was. And I think what we're seeing now, even with the digging in, everything we did was right. It's, we didn't do anything it, wrong. It, it's, it's showing. And, and, it could, we couldn't have done this better. Like, and, and this even was bound for, to happen this way. Yeah, and, even, and even for the hundreds of people, the hundreds of American citizens who are still there, while every land, every ability for them to get out of Afghanistan by land is being shut down now, and they have no idea what we're going to do from airports, and those people might be left to, to be slaughtered, right? Like, we don't know. And the lack of empathy and understanding and communication with the American people on behalf of that is really disappointing, considering the highest hopes for somebody like Biden were that even if he is incompetent in some ways and there's no bounds to which he can F things up, even if that's the case. Who said that, by the way? At least he's President Obama. Okay, that's what I just like, wanted like, to be clear e- even that President e- Obama said this. Even if there's that pieces, at least he's not a jerk that doesn't have empathy for other people and doesn't understand what they're feeling and isn't willing to connect with them. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like in, in many ways, I feel like those highest hopes are, 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 are not coming, coming to fruition. And it's disappointing for me. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about Joe Biden for the rest of this episode. And I apologize because I probably took too much bandwidth. No, you that. didn't. No, no, you didn't. And I'm glad you did. That's it, all Renan, I'm going to say about that. You know, <laughs> you know, the other thing is, is that we always never run away from from speaking up and telling and telling the truth about this. And I will I will say this. I talked to a supporter today on the phone. He goes, Wesley, how do you feel about this Afghanistan stuff? And again, you know how I feel about it. We yeah. have talked about this for the last couple of episodes. And and he goes, Wesley, I couldn't even eat food. Hmm. So I lost my appetite watching that. Yeah. Watching us leave people. He goes, I Wesley, I'm old enough to remember Saigon watching a helicopter watching us just cut and run with no plan, no, no no real course of action, watching us have to send troops back in, after, send twice as many troops back in than we had in the country for the last two years to go exfil it because we made a colossal mistake, leaving all this equipment behind. He said, I couldn't even eat. I, I, and I, I understand And that. this guy didn't serve in the military, by the way. Wow. I understand. It's been it's been unsettling for the, I mean, you know how we've had these conversations. Yes. It's, it's been It's been unsettling. Yes. For sure. So I didn't want to say that because we are not the only ones. Yeah. There are people that may disagree. And that's fine. But yeah. but I, I do think there is there are strong cases to be made that this situation has become untenable. Yeah. And this is not over yet. It's not. So now, and that's the reason why I really kind of want to touch on it and kind of move on and talk about something else because we're going to be talking about this again. Yeah. It's unfortunate. So, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But I I pray we don't. Yeah. I pray we don't, but I'm uh, but I'm I'm a realist at heart. It's imp- it's it's important for us to address it. Yeah, it is. Oh. But what I something that I saw today that really that really warmed my heart was. <clears throat> Man, um, you ain't say that about me. Nah, I went. You saw me today. It warmed your heart. Yeah. <laughs> that big old heart pumping all that blood, <laughs> all that, that, va- that blood, all that vas- that vascular that. body. <laughs> Dude, I was running all that running and all that blood pumping faster through my veins. <laughs> veins popping out. I feel it in my plums. <laughs> If you don't know what he's talking about, the, please, the please, 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 YouTube, Will Ferrell, I'm feeling in my plums. 
think you don't think it's funny. We don't share the same type of humor. I'm sorry. For the market. It was fresh for the market. And then blows. It's great. That's just great. Oh man. Oh man. So. Where do you go from there? Uh, man? I don't know. I kind of don't want to talk about what I was getting ready to say right now. Teeing up something really serious and warm your heart, and it goes to, I can feel it in my plums. <laughs> wow, this is certainly a Friday, isn't it? Yes, it is. Friday before Labor Day at that. Yeah, yeah seriously. Friday before Labor Day. Yeah. Um, goodness. So I was going to talk about the Buffalo Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> so the Buffalo Soldiers hit a West Point. <laughs> oh man, yeah. that's funny. Whew, that's funny. Yeah, keep all this. This is great. Oh man. So I came across an article today that I thought was really neat. Yeah, West Point alma mater. Uh, we are very proud of that. Yes. Uh, very proud of the school. And, and yet again, we did something that I felt like was really awesome. Yeah. And that is, for those who don't know, the, the Buffalo Soldiers actually, which is, which is an all-black outfit, actually trained um, white West Point cadets hmm. to ride horses. And this is obviously during seg- segregation. Yeah. So obviously there were no black cadets because that wasn't allowed. Yeah. But they had this all-black uh, um, training unit that will come train the horses uh, that come train the cadets on how to ride horseback and maintain the horses and maintain the horses yeah. yes and the stables and everything yeah. and it was amazing and, and they kind of st- they all stayed um, kind of down the down down the hill from where the barracks are today so there was yeah. certainly certainly some distance there if you go to West Point it's still there. Yeah. Right. You drive through the front gate, and on the left hand side, you can still see the fields and the, and the stables where they still have some livestock there. Yeah. And that's where the Buffalo Soldiers both lived and worked and trained West Point cadets at the time. They're yeah. all white West Point cadets. Yeah. And you could imagine that horseback riding at that time was a skill that was necessary to be combat ready. Yes. That's a combat readiness trait and skill that was necessary. And the Buffalo Soldiers that trained them never really got the credit that they deserve for playing a part in, in, in West Point's history yes. and the progress of West yes. Point. They didn't have Apache helicopters then. No, they didn't have Apaches. No. <laughs> they didn't have to ride horseback. They didn't, they didn't right. have. Horseback. They didn't have Apaches. <laughs> no. No Hellfires. No. Uh-uh. No Rockets. No Tanks. No 30 Mike Mike. <laughs> no. No, bro. By the way, gosh. Yeah. Every time, man, Godfather. What? Did you see the Taliban? Riding around Afghanistan in our tanks with flags on them. Okay, back. <laughs> we'll get back. We'll, yeah, yeah. Back the, to- our MRAPs, our Humvees find a Black Hawk over it oh. with a Taliban flag. Oh. And then we're riding around and getting it, too. Oh, man. With our stuff. With our stuff. Like, that's our stuff. Whew. No, that's made in America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like, that's our stuff. Yes. We'll talk about that later. Man. It's rough. This this has been a rough week. It's been a rough week. Um, But back to the Buffalo Soldiers. Yeah. So today. Not the dreadlock rosters. No, Buffalo Soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, no. Buffalo Buffalo Soldiers. And so today there is a statue that's erected right there 
by the field where the Buffalo soldiers used to train, work, and live to commemorate their contribution to West Point's history. That's awesome. And so what I love about this and what I love about West Point is we have now added uh, the first statue of a black person erected at an academy is now there. It's awesome. And and a couple of years ago, we added Grant's statue that overlooks that overlooks the uh, the plane. Yeah. Awesome. I want to touch on this because we aren't modifying history. We're adding to it. Yeah. We're adding to places that maybe weren't appreciated or people or times or, or situations that weren't appreciated as much. So we don't have to tear anything down. Let's add to yeah. it. And tell, and tell the full story. Let's tell the full story. Let's yeah. build the history up. Yeah. And I, I've said this, we've said this a few times on the show. I want there to be a Buffalo Soldier statue and I want there to be Robert E. Lee Barracks. I want there to I want there to, to be both. I want to talk about when that was erected and why it was called Robert E. Lee, yes. e. Lee Barracks. And then I want to talk about the generations that passed when Grant's statue goes up. That's great too. The Buffalo Soldier statue goes up. It's all encompassed in one. Yes. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. Yeah. Some of it is some of it is revisionist history, some of it's not. But let's put it all together. Well in in the thing that the common bind there is that it is history, right? Yes. This this has been our issue. Uh, go back and watch uh, us talking about critical race theory. It's not viewing everything through the lens of one specific thing. Yeah. It's history, right? And, and and yes, this is a story that needs to be told. This is a piece of combat readiness that's that's so important. It's been missed. If if you want to research anybody and read about anybody, Henry O. Flipper. Henry O. Flipper. Please look. Please look up Flipper. Henry if you don't o. do, Flipper. if you don't do anything based off, listen. Look up Henry O. Flipper, because if you think about graduating from an academy at the time that he did, I mean, the first black graduate from the Naval Academy was alive like ten years ago. Yeah, this is yeah. Flipper was at, at West Point in the 1800s, man. Yes, that's awesome. Like, if you want to look up somebody who defines grit and truly the American dream. Yes. Look up Henry O. Flipper. And you're right. I mean, this is a part of the story of who we are as Americans. And it's not just the curated story of the good. No, it's the story of who we are holistically. Yes. Yes. And And some of these things are cautionary tales. Yeah. Hell, everything about West Point and the Naval Academy and and, and our engagement with the Civil War all of it is geared towards the fact that it's a cautionary tale. Guys and girls, we can't fight each other again. This can't happen again. That's the whole point. We can't lose 800,000 people again. Again. And when you talk about this, the sacrifices of war, I was thinking about this the other day because my fear about this country sometimes is that we've forgotten what sacrifice looks like. And that's why even seeing these 13 men and women who gave their lives for this country, it's a much more visceral response than we've ever had, which is really good. But at the same time, I think in many ways, we're forgetting what it takes to be free. Mm -hmm. This is the issue that we've had oftentimes with Uh, leaders in black America 
referencing slavery times and Jim Crow. Yeah. It's like we've forgotten how far we've actually I'm sorry, I come. can't. Sorry, back to Joe Biden. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I, back to Joe. I'm sorry, I'm sorry it's, like a, it's like the fart that lingers I, in the room, right? And I feel like I feel like Brittany. Like, oops, I did it again. You yeah. know, like I just him calling these new voter laws the new Jim Crow. Oh my gosh! I, I, I'm looking at this guy. Like, did you read the laws? Did you? Did we, you got to be kidding me? Yeah. Like, this is not stop that because yeah. because during the time of Jim Crow. You had to sit in the back of a bus. Like, you couldn't eat at a counter with white people. Like, there was a colored-only water fountain that was not a very good water fountain, and then there was a whites-only water fountain that was refrigerated, great, delicious, high-quality H2O. And people like, like, like you were, is... were voting against busing children so that we could have integrated schools. Are we on him. We still on him, aren't we? Like, uh, I mean— Dude, he is— Once again, like— let, let, let's put this in context, Let's put it in too. context. So when you say that, you cheapen— the struggle of those that actually went through those very dark and difficult times. You know, I think about, it, it saddens me. One of the things that is, is like, like really hurts me in this country is the way that we treated Vietnam vets. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you think about it from a scale standpoint, we can put Iraq and Afghanistan together. We lost less than 4,000 troops in, yeah. in Iraq and Afghanistan together. Yeah. We lost like thirty thousand troops in Vietnam, yeah. and, don't, and don't even get started on World War on World War One and World War Two. Oh, like three hundred thousand, unbelievable. Man. Yeah, and especially if you adjust that to the population. Oh my gosh, of the time. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's 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 crazy. But I, That's I why really it's the greatest generation. Yeah, yeah. And you always bring up the greatest generation has some colossal flaws and made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, but but you're talking about why? Yeah, these people and and they. they they got drafted. They got sent into the breach, and they didn't ask any questions. Yeah, and that's part. That's part of the history. That's part of. And, the history. I, and I'll give you an example. You know, we both are fans of three hundred Spartan times, things of that sort. You mean I? You probably. You probably would have been a, a strapping guy in the in the spider. They'd have rubbed oil on you and had you just <laughs> just killing it. <laughs> but. I'd be kicking people in the chest. This is Sparta. I, I just been walking around just kicking people in the chest, man. Just cuss. Like, dude, we get it. This is Sparta. Stop kicking me in the chest. Yes, got it, man. But and this is what I don't think that we're. Do you know I had the whole movie memorized, by the way? You should. It's a great movie. Like, like if you ever watched it with me, I know every line to it. Do you, do you know this? I didn't know. It's one that. of my secret talents. Emily had to sit through it one day. It's probably she's watching it with you. Once. It's the last time she watched it. <laughs> So, we, you really, I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Do you think that the Spartans were nurturing sensitive fathers? <laughs> uh, is that uh, toxic masculinity much? Is that is that uh, a bad question? Were they, something that rhymes, with, starts with toxic, ends in, I don't know, so, masculinity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, here, here's here's the thing. I, I bring that up to get to every point in history has trade-offs. Yeah. Right? The greatest generation had significant faults. Significant faults. Okay? Yeah. But... The trade-off was... The trade-off was... They, sa they saved the world. They saved the world. They literally saved We aren't speaking German. Yeah. Because of them. Yeah. That's a trade-off. Yeah. 
They literally saved the world. Yes. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Those were some pretty big wars. Twice. And, and even when you think about the engagements that we've had and, and even recognizing, I think it shows a lot that our country, that our alma mater, is willing to go back and recognize the truth of narratives too. Yeah, it's great. I think that's I think that's incredible. I, I am there are moments when let's add names, man. Let's add names, let's add statues. Yes. This is great. Yes. Keep and keep the rest. Keep yes. it. And tell full and, and tell, tell the, the full, full story, story about yeah. why and the time and how people were thinking and how people felt. Yeah. Tell the full don't get rid of it and then add and then build on it. Yeah. And also rather than spending all the time, make sure that you don't spend all the time talking about those things and make sure that we teach some military history and tactics like not uh, leaving eighty billion dollars worth of equipment yeah, uh, in like, a country. Like so before you pull the military out. We gotta first. Make, first, we gotta make sure we gotta get our people. We gotta make out. sure we're teaching that too. <laughs> and the second, that's critical. The second, we gotta. <laughs> and then third, you leave. Yeah. Like, like you don't do like, that backwards. The history is you important. You don't leave and then send more soldiers in and then leave people and equipment. <laughs> no, like like the history is important, but the tactics are, are important more too. Important, right? Yeah. I mean this, but all this to say, I mean these are responsibilities of. You know, the, the foremost institution in the world. Yes. These are challenges that will continue to come up because you know what? As much as you and I both love West Point, West Point's not perfect either. No, it's not. It didn't. Look, look, it, it didn't produce perfect people. West Point yeah. as, a, as an institution is not perfect. Yeah. That's that's OK. Yeah. That's OK. But I like what you said, too. What you said before, too. Nothing's perfect. No. It's the best you got. Yeah. We, we can sit here and talk about how not perfect things are. I'm not. Perfect. It's the best you got. Yeah. So so let's let's roll with the best we got. Yeah. And then I, I can give you a very good example of that from my my golf league that I'm in on Wednesday nights. Okay. We're in the playoffs now. Playoffs. Playoffs. P- playoffs? I made the playoffs, which is not saying a lot because most people make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they just want me to continue to pay pay in so other so, so, people so and not get, me so is going to get paid money. out at the end, right? <laughs> so they need people to make the pot bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I made I, so I made the playoffs, and we had we were playing yesterday or uh, on Wednesday, two days ago, and my ball flight I hit a draw, so I hit a ball that travels right to left. Okay, I was playing with a guy who's a very good golfer and he was asking me he said so like have you thought about like fading it a little bit or hitting it I was like wait a minute wait a minute like, like carving your shot here's, you know, here's what you gotta understand look, I play with what I have <laughs> I hit a draw, so I'm not figuring out how to hit a different shot. I'm figuring out how to try to make that draw go where I want it to be. Like, stop this. Right? We have the institutions we have. Yes. We have the country we have. And by the way, it's a damn good draw. And it's a good one, right? Yeah. You can do great. You can do great with a nice draw. There's some pros that play with great draws. Yeah. Right? But rather than talk about how can we get the fade and the other shot shape and other, no, 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 no. Let's work with what we have. This is good, man. Let's work with what we have. This is good. And we need to do a better job of that as a country for sure. And part of working with what we have is accepting where we've been. So speaking of golf, you know you know who does this really well? Hmm. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. He knows what he does well. He's a Neanderthalic about it. Yeah. 
but he does it well. Yeah. He holds on to it. Short game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. a little sus. Yeah. But he knows I bash ball. Yeah. Ball go far. Gives me more. Gives me more shots. And if he wins, I will win doing it the way that maximizes my strengths. And he wins, Brendan. Yes. He don't, he don't get cute about he don't get cute about this. No. Have you seen it? Have you seen him practice? It's ridiculous. See his house. It's all off balance. <laughs> he. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> I hit ball. Ball go far. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I mean, like, there's part 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 of what we're doing here is, you know, maximizing our strengths and minimizing our weaknesses. Yes. Isn't that by definition what improvement is? And you win. And you win. Don't forget and, that. And how is it that we can use our strengths to further minimize our weaknesses? Yeah. If you hit ball far on green, you just have to putt. No chip. You see what you did? Okay. Oh! <laughs> hit ball far. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. It's like, okay. It's like, it's like watching, it's like watching Happy Gilmore for the first time when he just yeah. like, he had a hole in one. He said, Oh, I should just hit it in the hole every time. <laughs> Carl Weathers' character was like, "Yeah, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> like, no chip. Yeah, like hit ball green, no chip. Yeah, ah, it sounds like a good idea. And and I mean, isn't that the way? Even as as we think about all these things in in our country that truly are our strengths, like one of the most American strengths is the ability to come together, our esprit de corps. Mm -hmm. Like when when it really hits the fan, the ability for us to stand up. We'll we'll talk more about that here on 9-11, that's gonna happen. Yeah, like like that is one of the- The 20th anniversary of 9-11, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Because that's something that I really wanna hit on when we did that episode. And that's just like the amazing, you know, the American spirit. That by the way, the spirit fire is still there. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, I pray to God that we don't, that it doesn't get tested in the way it did 20 years ago. Yeah. But, but, but I feel sorry for the person that wants to test it. Test us if you want to. Awaken the sleep of giant if you want to. Yeah, yeah sure, we're arguing about, about mean tweets and, and, and all this kind of stuff and, and January 6th and all that going back and forth about how terrible we are and the left and the right. Uh, we're, we're not at each, because because right now we don't have a common enemy and we think it's each other. But you rattle that cage and see what happens. Well, that's what I what, what's my favorite rap verse, man? I ain't a killer, but don't, don't push, push me. me. We're talking about a lot of things in this country, but I tell you what, we that American esprit de corps is always there. It's special. And people don't people, and like I said, I say this, people like, no, it's not, Wesley. This is the worst I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, yes, you don't know what you're talking no, about. No, we fought a civil war. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We we fought a civil <laughs> like war. Like eight hundred thousand people died dude, fighting dude, each other in this that. country. We've talked about Vietnam. Yeah. And now you 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 just brought up Vietnam and we had American soldiers that were given their all and they would walk through the airport and get, get spat, spat on. It's ridiculous. Like, like, like okay, like we've been in really bad situations. And don't even talk about race relations. Don't even. I don't even want to. Remember? I mean, and once again, that's why I, I think. I don't it's, even want to talk about like there was a, there was a time in this country where like black men could just be hanged. Yeah. Summarily for no reason. Yeah. So anybody says that this is the worst of it, you let me. Stop. There was a time where that stop. wasn't so strange, and our parents were living. I know. I know. Yikes! One generation removed. Yikes! 
So once again, Yikes. when people ir- in a very irresponsible way say this is like, stop it. Stop. Stop. We're in a different place. This stop. is something new. Stop it. This is something new. It's not like that. We're in a far better place. We are in a far better place. Let you take us out. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm great conversation. Uh, it was it was nice to to not have to talk about something so mum all the time. Hope everybody has a happy and safe Labor Day weekend. And remember, smiles are contagious. So make someone's day. God bless you.